Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming knowledge and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society presently on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to teaching the sciences of life and the science of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you will be able to extract the very best the current century has to offer. You are listening to the Balancing Program Show with your host, microbiologist, preventative medicine and hygiene physician, Dr. Jewel Pilgrim, MD. Join Dr. Jewel each Monday at 5 p.m. Well, hello and welcome to the Dr. Jewel Balancing Show. I'm your host, Dr. Jewel, and welcome to the Jewel Network. This is Monday, and it's time to talk about that fabulous computer, instrument, and master organ of our body known as our brain. And today we're going to be speaking on something very interesting. How many of you are clear about what is the brain, and what is your mind? How about that? There's so much information out now. We're all constantly mixing the two words. My mind, my brain, my brain, my mind. They are really different, distinctly so. And do you really know what that difference is? Well, we want to clear that up with you because we know that the brain is the gateway to access the mind. You don't have a healthy brain. You don't have a brain that is balanced. You don't have a brain that's integrated. You cannot access your mind very well or in a balanced way or in a limitless way. So, therefore, one is very much associated with the other, but they are two distinct things, and we're going to talk about that today, as well as you can always talk to me. And later on in the show, you're going to call me, please. You can call me at 347-215-9531. So we're going to talk about that later, but get in line so that you can talk. And as usual, we want to be Zach, usual, auditory, and kinesthetic. So therefore, you have your pad, you have your pencil, you're holding your pencil, you're kinesthetic, you've got to see what you're writing, and also you are auditory you're listening to me. And as usual, the brain is over 70% water, so hydrating the brain when you're taking in information also accelerates its capacity to process the words and the images that you are sending to it. Yes, it does. So water, please. Visual, auditory, kinesthetic, pen, pencil. You're listening to me. Get ready because we're going to talk about what the mind is versus and what the brain is 
right after this announcement. I'll be right back. Would you like to be smarter? More at peace in your life? Are you searching for a greater spiritual connection? All of this and much more can be yours by enrolling in Dr. Jewel's balancing program. Many participants feel effects from day one, and in no time you can enjoy the physiological effects equal to eight hours of meditation in as little as 15 minutes a day. To learn more and sign up for Dr. Jewel's balancing program, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.net. Just tuning in, wonderful, you just made it, because we're talking about the brain as the gateway to access the mind on the Dr. Jewel Balancing Show right now. I'm your host, Dr. Jewel, and this show is being brought to you by The Jewel Network, justifiably enchanted, enlightened living, bringing you the sciences of life and the sciences of living on The Jewel Network. So welcome. We have a lot of things to talk about. We're really shoving a lot of things in here because we've got a special day coming up. Wednesday is a big day, 12-12-12. So we're going to talk about that too a little bit and talk about that all tomorrow. We've got to talk to you about that tomorrow because you've got to be ready for Wednesday the 12th. But this is why talking about the brain versus the mind is so important. Because if you have not re-engineered your brain, if you have not made the effort to balance your brain, then what is going to be happening after the 12th of December and definitely after the 21st won't have much effect on you because you will not have enough brain tissue to really capture and process the energies that are going to be passing through the mind and without a balanced brain without neurons communicating, etc. that energy will not mean much to you. You won't see it exhibited much in your life and through your body because you didn't do what? You didn't advance, develop, re-engineer, or and balance your brain. So we've gotten to a critical point now. We've been talking about balancing the brain, re-engineering the brain for decades. And People have just been literally taking a turtle walk on this. Well, oh, my goodness, those of us who have balanced brains, who have re-engineered brains, we recognize that the energies out here are so incredibly intense. So many things are going on. So much information is available. Our neurons are just continuously transmitting and receiving information. Our tissues are constantly responding to it, and many people literally are almost, Numb, numb because their neurons have been totally saturated with the past, saturated with all the things that they've done in the past. All the things that they haven't forgotten, haven't forgiven, are afraid to face, and then they have the present stress, as they perceive it, of just getting through the day, fearful, insecure looking at lack in all areas of their life. Their neurons are saturated with processing that frequency. And so, therefore, all of this incredible information that is all around us, passing through us continuously, most people are not able to process it. Their brain cannot process it. 
They don't have new neurons that are available to perceive, process, transmit, and receive new information. All their neurons right now are saturated with, as I said, the past and just trying to get through the day. So this is why we've been canvassing and talking to you about why you've got to renew your brain to have what? A renewed mind. You have to grow new neurons. You've got to basically allow the present neurons to disconnect from each other and reconnect and reach into the future neurons of your brain so that you can capture all this information all these events that are going on around you. So let's get you real clear here about why you've got to change the condition of that brain so that you can literally access what? Your mind. Now, I've talked about this book for decades. Many of you have heard my work on the seven circuits of the brain, monumental piece. That work came from quite a few authors. One of the authors, authors whose work that I was able to glean by Barbara B. Brown. Look at her name, B-B-B, Barbara B. Brown. The name of this book, she's written quite a few, Super Mind. And this is an awesome book. I tell you, this book was so ahead of its time, which is why most people didn't know much about it, is because this lady was an astrophysicist, and here she is. This one day, she says, what am, what's going on here? How am I learning? How am I learning about quantum physics and quantum mechanics? How am I learning about Newtonian physics? Well, what am I doing with studying the electromagnetic spectrum and forces and quarks, et cetera? What allows me to do that? Just ask that question. A profound thought, isn't it? And he got busy investigating. Well, what is my brain? Well, okay, uh, there's a brain here in the jar. Okay, we've got people who basically are laying in hospital beds in coma. You know, they have brainwave activity. But why aren't they thinking about the velocity of a ball moving through space with a projectile force of, you know, 20 G? Why can't they think of that? And so, therefore, what is the force that obviously empowers the brain? She started answering these questions, and she wrote a fabulous book. Supermind, The Ultimate Energy by Barbara B. Brown. I have a very, very old copy, and I've had this book for a very long time, and it's even amazing how my brain, as it's re-engineering itself continuously, because one of the things that happens is that once you start the balancing program and you complete it, those neurons are going to continuously grow and reach and search and integrate with new areas of the brain as long as you do what? Provide high-quality neuronal housekeeping. How about that? Never heard of that before, huh? Neuronal housekeeping. That means that you know how to take care of a credible organ of the brain and that you understand the importance of exposing it to high frequencies of energy because you know that all energy contains information. And when you expose the brain to high frequencies of energy that contain exquisite information, it stimulates those neurons to communicate, to transmit, to produce 
chemistry that is incredible, that the cells literally are just jumping up and down and just having a big party in your body. When you are constantly inundating yourself with very low, very slow moving frequencies that do have information, all energy has information, but this information is literally not stimulating to the neurons. Many people call it being bored, Oh, I'm so bored. Oh, that is just such a no thing. You know, all these different terms. They're talking about the fact that they are presently allowing the neurons to process very low, slow-moving currents of energy that have very unstimulating information for the neurons of their brain to transmit and receive. And the chemistry that the neurons make corresponding to the frequency of information that they are exposed to is thick and it's dense. And those chemical compounds literally slow down the metabolism of all the tissues. That's why you feel so heavy and so just blah and, boy, I can barely get out of the chair and nothing seems bright and exciting, et cetera. And you are doing it because that is what you are exposing your brain to. Those neurons don't want to reach out to communicate with much of any other neighbor's neurons around them. And they're definitely not going to try to reach to the limitless bounds of neurons in all different remote areas of the brain because they can barely transmit the electrical frequency or make the chemical correspondence because it is so low and slow frequency. And so therefore, of course, we know that you're exposing yourself to that continuously and there's billions of these that are doing that because we can go into any basic store and see what? Five-hour energy bottles, Red Bull. I mean, the cans are incredible. I mean, you used to only be able to see five-hour energy in the truck stops on the highway because the truck drivers who drive the semis needed that to be able to, you know, make their their tour because they had to drive long distances, so they had to stay awake and they had to do that. But most other people, we're excited and stimulated and we're doing all, we don't need that kind of stimulus. So in the little teeny bottles, that's where you used to see it. Look how big the cans they're the size of pop cans because people are being exposed to such a low, low frequency of energy that just contains this crazy information. And nothing that a brain of such a high-quality magnitude would want to basically get excited about and process about and want to transmit that chemically or electrically to the cells of your body. Yeah, that's what boredom is about. Yeah, it is. So let's take a look at this because you've got to understand what's happening here because the 12th is upon us. So in her book, DVD, Barbara B. Brown, Supermind, The Ultimate Energy, she took her time, as you would think a scientist would, and she did some intense research in the local reference databases known as the Dictionary, Thesaurus, 
etc., and decided she would write that in her book, which she found in her research on trying to just understand what is the difference between the mind and the brain. So she says here in Chapter 7, and she wrote this so eloquently, there's no need for me to paraphrase it. Let's just hear what she said. She says, an old dictionary of mine had a long list of definitions for mind. It is, in the end, an amazing exercise in obfuscation, which, if you don't know what that word means, it means the intended obscurity of a word or of a meaning to create confusion. This is saying that the dictionary literally gave information in such a way that it literally became confusing to try to understand what the mind is when she went to a reference source that was supposed to be succinctly clear about defining what the mind is. It obfuscated the whole meaning of the mind words. So she goes on to say, for example, I first read that mind is memory. Then what one thinks. Then uh, that is intention or wish. And still later, that the mind is that which feels, perceives, wills, thinks, etc. I particularly like the etc. because when an authority such as the Webster's has to resort to using etc., it is like the ultimate imprimatur confirming the helplessness that most of us have about defining the mind. Imprimatur means to literally declare or to sanction the approval of a publication or to mark it as sanctioned or approved. Interesting, huh? She goes on to say that I read on to definition number seven, that mind is the perceptive and thinking part of consciousness, exclusive of will and emotion. Wondering why has Webster's just told me in definition six that mind is that which feels. Now, definition nine increased my confusion. It gives the philosopher's definition of mind as the conscious element or factor in the universe. Spirit, intelligence, contrasted with matter. I'm confused because this is remarkably different from the psychological view in definition 10, that mind is a, the total of conscious states of an individual, and B, one's capacity for mental activity. Now, a newer, larger dictionary gave me pretty much the same thing, but adds more modern, perhaps colloquial definitions of mind, such as the intellect in its normal state reasons, sanity, and a person having intelligence, and a way, a state or direction of thinking and feeling along with all of an individual's conscious experiences and the conscious and unconscious together 
as a unit known as the psyche. Then, in what seemed to be a try at cleaning up the confusion in another enormously long paragraph, the dictionary illustrates the different things mind can be by explaining the meaning of some 20 phrases using the word mind. Now, the phrases filled an entire column but add little except for two explanations that somehow didn't get into the original list. Now, these are that mind can also mean mind's eye, the imagination, and to pay attention to. So that means mind means, as you know, to pay attention to or one's mind's eye. So it is, however, that the list of synonyms at the very end of the entries under mind that sketch a truer picture of the complexity of mind. Synonyms for mind include soul, spirit, intellect, understanding, opinion, sentiment, judgment, belief, choice, inclination, desire, will, liking, purpose, impetus, memory, remembrance, and recollection. These are descriptions of mind that explode with the immensity, the mystery, the ineffability, the capacity, the power, and the divinity of mind. Mind is, in some, all that man is. Now, this is the contribution that Dr. Barbara B. Brown made to helping us to understand what the mind is relative to the brain, and she made this contribution in our behalf as early as... 1964. Yeah, she did. So she was busy when people weren't even thinking about this. Incredible. But now we have finally arrived due to quantum physics, due to electron microscopy, as well as to astronomy, and most of all to the advancement and to a greater extent the integration of our own brain that I am quite satisfied with this definition. Now, please make sure you write this down. Mind is the product of streams of consciousness and energy acting on the brain, creating thought forms, creating holographic segments or neurosynaptic patterns, which are called memory. The streams of consciousness and energy are what keep the brain alive. They are its power source, and the mind gives a person the ability to think, and it is the capacity to think which gives them a mind. How about that? Very interesting, isn't it? So we know that the brain is a processor. 
we know that the brain processes consciousness, which is present in energy. All energy contains information. And therefore, the brain's capacity to literally extract, translate, vivify by the use of the electromagnetism, and then also to materialize the thought in the form of chemistry makes the brain an incredible organ. But the mind and the brain are intrinsically combined to allow us to become thinking humans, which then allows us to say that we have a mind. Without a brain, a brain that is healthy, a brain that can produce the chemical analog to an electromagnetic impulse, we then cannot say that we have a mind. So we know that. We literally have always said intuitively when a person is totally out of control, the body can't function, the person can't reason, they are not able to carry on simple tasks, let alone complex tasks, we literally say, quote, they have lost their mind, unquote. And so how can we sustain and maintain access to the unlimited information in the energy field that totally surrounds us? We have to basically sustain a healthy brain. Now, just by making that statement, that's incredible, to sustain a healthy brain. Because we need to look at what are all the things that people do on a moment-to-moment, day-to-day basis that destroys the brain. The mind isn't really the issue. It's the brain's capacity to process fields of energy containing consciousness that determines the quality of our mind. I'll be right back after this message, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that because you have to understand this is something that you have to have in order, your brain, so that it can really process the energy fields all around you, which I just literally call the mind. You are always in the mind because the mind is energy containing consciousness, and most people are not able to process much of the mind because much of the brain is still very much underdeveloped. Ponder this and listen to this commercial, and we'll be right back. The rapidly evolving face of the 21st century is requiring us to upgrade our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies in order to keep pace with the energetic changes around us. DiamondLightWorld.com provides you with a collection of energy tools and technology to assist you in regenerating your body, enabling your mind, as well as activating and strengthening your presence and purpose so that you can achieve greater manifestation of your divine goals in this lifetime. Julie Umpleby, a scientist and the founder of Diamond Light World, offers you specialized and personal Diamond Light Grid activations and alignments, focused meditations, home study programs for personal diamond matrix development, and much more. Visit www.diamondlightworld.com 
for further information on how you can step up to and into your highest potential. Love that music. Isn't that great? If you're just tuning in, wonderful, wonderful. Welcome, welcome. This is the Dr. Jewel Balancing Show. I'm your host, Dr. Jewel, and welcome to the show. We've been talking about a wonderful phenomenon here, brain as gateway to accessing the mind. And this show, I intentionally want to make it very clear to you that your mind and your brain are two different entities, but they are inextricably integrated because the you functioning through a human body cannot know your mind unless the brain is healthy, integrated, and balanced. How about that? So over the years, I've been working with the Dr. Jewel Balancing Program for decades. And the responses I've gotten from people about whether they will spend 15 minutes a day balancing their brain, completing the development of their neurons, stimulating default, universal, wholesome connections of the brain, because that's what the balancing program does, they literally are just almost asleep when they are deciding if that they're going to do this program or not. They can tell you, you meet them and they can give you 15 minutes of all the stress they've been through. And it's like, okay, here. Well, you know, what they're really experiencing is just the limitation of the neurons to be able to communicate with one another to make the proper, precise neurochemistry and also to be able to allow you to have available to you all of the options which will then let you decide how you want to handle these issues. It doesn't become stressful when you have a tremendous amount of options. All you're going to do is just look at them and then decide which ones are appropriate for the moment, what you want to achieve now and in the future, and the ones that are not applicable, you let them go and you move on. But when the neurons are all tied up on one another, they're stuck back on themselves, still processing the past, they are literally not even processing anything because when there's severe trauma, the end of the axon as well as the dendrites literally form into a ball. They literally become nobular. And then they finally begin to turn on each other, and we call this a Gordian knot. They literally knot up on each other. They're not communicating anything. They're not processing much of anything other than the energy that has captured them. Such a terrifying experience because these neurons are just literally just scintillating with the chemistry from whatever that event may be and have totally turned in on themselves and are not able to allow the energy to move through other neurons so that it can be processed dilute it, have other data associated with it so that you can make a decision and release it. So these organizations that still don't deal much with the neurophysiology, the neurobiology of neurons in their treatments 
have different rituals and processes that they use to help a person face an experience and then let it go, release it. And they are usually stymied at how much energy it takes for them to be able to support a person to get to the point to release it. And then the release can take months to years. And that is because they are not understanding that when they're asking people to release the energy and traumatized, lockdown neurons, they have to begin a total neuronal genesis. They have to have all the neurons begin to grow, to untangle themselves, and to begin to sprout out just like the roots on a tree, outwards to other roots, to other trees, to communicate and to dissipate that information so that the release becomes easy, natural, and most of all, permanent. Because once that energy from this collection of neurons that are frozen with this neurochemical information can release it to the rest of the neuronal pathways of the brain, it's dissipated, reabsorbed by the neighboring glial cells surrounding the neurons that hold them in place and the, the, the lymphatics that are the cleanup for inappropriate neurotransmitters that really have not been absorbed by uh, neighboring axons and synapses. It's discarded, and that's how you can literally then move on, as they call it in their therapy, with your life. Unquote. To understand the neurophysiology and the neurobiology of what's happening with the neurons can make the training of therapists so precise that they are able to help people immediately move them through the process, move them beyond that particular limitation and out of it. This was one of the great gifts that Tony Robbins has and had where he knew how to work with the neurophysiology, the neurobiology of those cells to get them to basically release their neurotransmitters, release the electromagnetic field surrounding the experience to the rest of the brain where it was immediately then processed, released, the implantation of new information and new options to neighboring neurons allowed the individual to then recognize that they finally had choices, that they could finally see things differently and then move into the action of their choice and change their life immediately. Now, he did this with individuals who didn't have access to any more brain tissue than what they brought to the experience in interacting with Tony. So can you imagine what you could do if you totally grew your brain? totally allow all of the neurons to mature, all of the little hairs on the neurons we call dendrites to communicate with each other, that is to really become great intimate neighbors, there's no limitation on what this brain can do and how it can transmit that possibility to the tissues of your body that the body is able to execute anything you can think of on a dime because now you can process 
all of this information that is around you and going through you that is part of your mind. So most of us have known very little of our mind because we've had access to very little of our brain in consciousness. And don't let these advertisements and these commercials elude you and mislead you to think that you have full access to your brain. You do not. So they're trying to be very clever here and say, oh, well, you know, everybody uses all of their brain all the time. Well, I mean, you know that is just an outright lie. What they're telling you is that, yes, you do have blood going to all areas of the brain. The blood cells are carrying oxygen and nutrients to all areas of the brain. But is your consciousness in that area of the brain? The answer is no, it's not. Anyone can run track like Michael Jackson, or anyone can play golf like Tiger Woods. If they can move their consciousness to the area of the brain that contains the neurons that these individuals use very exquisitely to allow them to run fast, to allow them to literally be a surveyor's instrument and to be able to map out a space so precisely relative to the environment that they can take an object and direct it with a stick in a vec- on a vector and arrive at the destination in vision. That's the gift of Tiger Woods. This is all brain for him primarily. And once that brain has locked in on that vector in space that he can hold with his mind, based on the fact that the brain now can literally capture that space, and relay that to the cells of the body. The muscles know how much they need to contract, how much they need to relax. The spine knows how much it needs to torque and twist on its action. The feet know how to be able to position themselves, what degree the pelvis knows, what level of balance it must maintain. The stroke of the arm and the forearm has been calculated by the brain because it is able to process that data that already is around him in the mind. We can all access these different points if the brain is totally matured, all of the neurons are connecting, and then you can project down the highway of a group of neurons to that area and tell them we need to hit this ball and the ball needs to go into that pocket. 350 feet away from us. What's the wind direction? What's its velocity? What's going on with the grass? What's the terrain look like? All of that data will just come right to you because it's all around you. It's all around all of us. But 99% of people can't access it because they cannot, in consciousness, move to the area of the brain that processes that kind of information. That is why you want to re-engineer your brain. That is why you want to make sure that all the neurons of the brain are communicating, are connected, and that you want to be able to learn how to grow highways of neurons. So if you know that you need to go to the prefrontal cortex, your consciousness can ride those neurons precisely into the prefrontal cortex. You know how that feels. You know literally what the frequency is of the brain, you actually know what goes on in that area of the brain, 
and can lock into it and execute a function through the body that is so exquisite and precise. It's divine. A mathematician, oh, yeah, you want to be able to access that part of the brain that's in the posterior, inferior, medial aspect of the prefrontal cortex, right above the eyeball, the mathematical area. You can get to that area, numbers just float all around you all the time. But you've got to be able to access that. So when a person says, oh, I don't do well in that, and oh, you know, numbers are always frightening me, what are they telling you? They're telling you that they cannot, in consciousness, move to the mathematical areas of the brain above the optic nerve and the posterior, interior aspect of the neocortex. So is blood going to that area? Of course it is. Is that part of the brain being uh, oxygenated? Well, of course it is. But that doesn't mean that you're using it. You're not using it in consciousness. So never let anybody fool you and tell you that if you know that you have not put yourself through a process to make sure that your neurons are integrated, that your corpus callosum is totally fused and can carry a standard level of electromagnetic energy to the right and the left hemisphere of the brain. Yes, you can do that and make it a permanent process because sacred geometry does this to the nervous system. It returns all nerve cells to their universal default organization and positioning. Yes, there is a universal standard default function and structure for every cell type of the body. That's what the stem cells know. That's why they're so important because they have all of the default program. And there's a default program for the nervous system that you can activate and return all the neurons to that default programming. Sacred geometry does all of this. And so you want to consciously be able to use all of your brain, not just assume because the brain cells are dead because oxygen and blood is traveling to that area that you're using it. No, you're not using it because if you can't exhibit that quality, that means that you're not able in consciousness to move to the area of the brain that would execute that act through the body. So in summary here, the mind is. And again, I want to just state that to you. Write it down. The mind is the product of streams of consciousness and energy. Remember, all energy contains information or consciousness. Acting on the brain, created, creating thought form, creating holographic segments or neurosynaptic patterns called memories. The streams of consciousness and energy are what keep the brain alive. They are its power source, and a person's ability to think is what gives them a mind. So if the brain isn't mature, if you know it's underdeveloped, if you know that it has been traumatized because you have thoughts that are very uncomfortable for you, you have flashbacks continuously, of the past, your present life is literally being formed by the past, past events that have happened when you were three years old, but still in all today, you have to take that into consideration before you can go outside. 
your brain is not well integrated. And you can change all that by just simply observing three sacred geometric templates. And by doing that with the Dr. Jewel Balancing Program, with all of the support and information that we provide you in neuroanatomy, neurobiology, physiology and anatomy, quantum physics, etc., as well as our personal expertise from the thousands of beings that have literally gone through our program, what they've experienced, etc., you can and will be a new person. And you will know yourself in a new way because you'll be able to access all of this consciousness and energy that is around you that you know you can't do right now. So you want to be able to play golf like Tiger Woods once your brain is balanced and the corpus callosum, as we say, is fused or locked, you'll be able to train your consciousness to go to that area of the brain and be able to play just as well. There's a simple mechanism for doing that. Simple mechanism. It just requires you to understand a couple of things. So when you come and study with us, at the Dr. Jewel Balancing Program, we'll tell you what those things are. That's why Tony Robbins' work was so great, because he knew what the brain needed to be able to access the mind of energy that you are constantly surrounded by to allow you to use that area of the brain that processes this information and can give precise chemical directives to the tissues of your body. You've got to understand how this mechanism works. Because in the 21st century, we're right at the precipice. Incredible things are available for you. You'll be able to do all kinds of things. I had a lady write me today to tell me that her kinesis capabilities have really uh, skyrocketed. Telekinesis. That is, she can look at something and give it a command, and it literally does what she says. So she's been working with matches. So she can take a matchstick, she puts it in some water, and she can make it spin around. You can make it spin to the left, make it spin to the right. Make it stop at will. Never touching it. Your brain can do these things. You were born to do this. But you have to be able to access the mind, the energy source that will fuel those areas of the brain that will then give the directive to the body so that that kind of phenomena can be projected from you. So... Let's not waste another day. Let's get busy and understand what is going on literally with our mind because we have done the work and developed the brain. Okay. Well, I've got calls coming in. We've got uh, our sponsors that want to speak to us. And also, to let's get busy because we've got to prepare for Wednesday, 12, 12, 12. So I've got to give you some information on that that's going on here, and we're going to talk about that on the Dr. Jewel Show tomorrow. Yeah, we're having a show on Tuesday, so tune in, same time, 5 o'clock, because 12, 12, 12, and 12, 21, 12 are very important days, and you want to be ready for those. So there's a lot of energy around there that you should be calling into the body, getting grounded with. If you haven't, gone on our balancing program, and if you haven't completed the balancing program, you want to make sure that this week you get busy signing up for the Dr. Jewel balancing program. We have all methods for you to sign up. You can basically pay 
sign up now, pay later. Yes, we worked it out for you. You can sign up now and pay later. How much later? Six months. Now, you don't have an excuse. You can sign up now, and if you qualify, you don't have to pay for six months. You'll be balanced and locked by that time. Of course, you'll be able to pay for it. Not a problem. Now, that's for people who qualify. If you don't qualify, no problem. We're taking care of you. What do you need to do? You need to go on our Dr. Jewel Balancing Program finance program. No interest. We're not a bank. We're not a loan sharks, et cetera. No interest for you. All you have to do is pay for the handling of your account because, you know, you've got to pay a couple, of mo- you know, a couple of months, nine, as a matter of fact, with just a small down payment. My goodness, just 450 small payment, 150 every month. You can do that because your brain is getting stronger and stronger, more integrated so that you don't miss out on this century. This is very important. I was listening to a documentary yesterday from England. They were talking about 100 one person out of every 100 citizens in America is incarcerated. Do you understand that? How do you wind up getting incarcerated? 